0: <laughs> Hello everybody, it's uh once again it's time for that Chi and Khalil show. Uh, I'm Khalil, um, your girl Chi is here. Hey. Um, so today we're just gonna jibber-jabber about a bunch of things. Um, yes. A delight, because some of us are getting depressed talking about the stuff that we've been talking about. And Chi right? needs a hug. And so
1: I need a hug. No, it's crazy. Have you been getting like um text messages and stuff about our episodes? Like, folks are... Folks have some opinions. Let's just put it that way.
0: So, Well, I mean, so do we. That's why we're out here running our mouths, right? Uh, yes, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Thanks I for like, the
1: perspective. Right.
0: And I mean, definitely for show, um, you know, I mean, we knew the, the child care one or the corporate punishment for children. I mean, we knew that's a controversial topic. We, yeah. I mean, yeah. Don't be. Yeah. It's kind of silly. Like, don't, don't start a fire if you can't handle the smoke. Right. So we know <laughs> that people. No, but for real though. Right.
1: That's why I wear a mask.
0: <laughs> no, but for real, like we know we, 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 you know, we know how we feel about it and we think we have a lot of, yeah, to back it up. And the reason that we thought it was important to do the show is because we know it's not a popular thing. And, right. the majority of Americans still think that hitting kids is a good thing. Okay. Um, yeah. And it's a very strongly held belief that people are just probably going to keep on believing for a while. But that doesn't mean that it's impossible to change. Like, if you look at the united states in the 40s and 50s most men Mm -hmm. and women thought it was okay for husbands to beat their wives still yeah Um, so at least that's not popular anymore um so we just got to do the one more um and get the kids in that group um yep so anyways it'll happen one day
1: (laughs) it'll it will chain gonna come (laughs) chain gonna
0: come see that wasn't even on the topics that we were supposed to talk about but anyway (laughs) That's how we roll. Okay, go ahead. So we're talking about that that team, that football team in Washington, Um, D.C. Dan Snyder is finally getting so much pressure that he's going to choose to change the name instead of going bankrupt.
1: Yes. Look, I think that's part of, that's us. That's our doing, right? Like, okay, not just you and I, Khalil, but like like we we really put the pressure on like the tweets every day and the calls right. and i don't know what yeah. else but it, it you know it's just great
0: yeah the sponsors are like why would we pay millions of dollars to be associated with some nonsense <laughs> 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 like it always I,
1: comes down to money
0: <laughs> well also like if you're trying to sell something like you don't really want things to really be controversial right
1: um, right right and
0: it's like yeah it's like good business practice like hey um, we're going to just go ahead and sponsor a team that people aren't uh, offended by because yeah. I don't see why you don't change your mascot because it doesn't make sense.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: But also, like, the media is killing me. Like, I don't okay, we all established that it's a racial slur, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So why is it that every time you write an article about it, like, you put the name in at least 50, 11 times? You know what I mean? right <laughs> <Like, laughs>
1: Well, no, I, I was wondering the same thing. I mean, the sensitivity for that that name or that slur is, I guess it's just not the same as the N-word, even though the Native American First Nations Indigenous Peoples community says it is tantamount to using the N-word, but you wouldn't see the N-word like, God forbid, like there was a football team that was actually like, you know, I don't know, the Detroit N-word. Like, whoa, that's like, that's crazy. But that's, that's analogous to what the Washington team used to have. At least that's my understanding right. of it. So, yeah, you're right. I don't understand why we're still doing it. Maybe it's because there's just ignorance or not understanding. Look, didn't I call them their name last week? And now I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't. But Because like that, like, that sensibility is not there.
0: But like, remember, like it was like five or six years ago when it was a big thing, too. Right? Yes, it's yes. And NP- people. NPR wrote an article about when they were going to use the name and when they weren't. Right. And they were like, well, you know, if we, if we say, you know, the Panthers are playing someone, then we have to use the same mascot name to be consistent. Like, no, you don't. You can just say the NFL team in Washington, Washington, DC. Um, And you can use either the city for the other teams or the, Mm -hmm. or the mascot, but you can just, I mean, it's not hard to choose to like not put the mascot name in. Like you're not, it's it's not going to be ambiguous. Uh Um, I mean, I mean, you're not paying per letter anymore Um, (laughs) because, so yeah, Washington DC, you know, like (laughs) 300 years ago when, you know, you actually had an actual print, like, you know, every letter cost you. Like it's electronic. Like you can put Washington DC instead of, or just Washington, because we don't refer to the Seahawks as Washington Seattle. But either right. way, like yeah. it's real easy. It's not going to hurt your life to just stop saying the racial slur. Like it's
1: no, yeah. it's 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 not. You're absolutely right. And as long as you're consistent with saying the team in Washington or whatnot, people will catch on. Right? We catch on to new phrases all the time, even the ones that we should let go of, like on fleek. You know, like all of a sudden everybody <laughs> wants to use it. So clearly, we are adaptable. And can understand when something is out of mode or something is coming into fashion, we will latch on or let go. But you're right. The media is uh, the media forgets how powerful it is. Sometimes they want to be like, oh, no, 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 we're the most subjective and we're just reporting information. But forget that the way they report information is equally as powerful as what they're reporting right? Like, that's how we have a Fox News and an MSNBC, and they're, like, on opposite sides of the spectrum, and everybody who watches the other is like, I can't believe you watch that other well, trash. It's like, they're all biased.
0: Well, they're, I wouldn't say they're on opposite sides of the spectrum. They're on the same end, because... You mean I extreme? Mean, our, yeah, they're on the, well, no, they're, they're, no. So Fox News is extreme reactionary. Um, mm-hmm. MSNBC is actually, like, moderate conservative. Like, If you actually, Hmm. there's no. Is that because
1: of Chuck Daly or whatever his name is, the one who hosts the Meet the Press thing? Like, why are you saying that? Yeah.
0: So, okay. So the media is controlled by like trillionaire companies, right? All of it. Mm -hmm. Except for a few alternative ones, right? Right. So, what's actually like would be liberal or even like radical, right? Would Mm -hmm. be saying like burn down all the banks, right? So that's actually like a really liberal, radical approach, right? Oh, okay, I see I mean, what like, you're saying. The system is totally broken. We just need to burn it all down, right? Okay, yeah. MSNBC is just saying like, hey, can corporations pay taxes again? Mm. That's, you know what I mean? Can Yeah, no, I get what you're have, saying. We have enough money to pay for healthcare for everybody. So why don't we do that?
1: Mm-hmm. You know
0: what I mean? That's not really a super liberal point. It's just kind of a moderate point. And then mm. it's also like it was also a joke when um Tupé Fiasco got elected and everyone's like, Oh, our institutions and our media are gonna protect us. Like right. <laughs> they still can't say like Trump lied, right? Yeah, so, they can't. They're just and like, he's still oh, in no. office. Well, no, it's whatever. Like they who like instead of saying like he said something but he didn't offer any like, you know, uh whatever like corroborating evidence Mm -hmm. no he lied that's what he did (laughs) so (laughs) saying that he lied is actually being objective because he lied that's the truth right that's just fact yeah yeah once you start doing all this other nonsense you're picking a side because you don't want to appear like you're attacking him but you're not attacking him you're just saying like hey he's lying he did not have as many people out for his inauguration as he claimed he did not have as many people out for this demonstration that he claimed he still hasn't offered us any alternative for Obamacare outside of he, nobody knew that healthcare was, <laughs> was complicated.
1: Like, <laughs> So
0: instead of saying like, obviously he lied in his campaign when he said he had all of these things already ready. They're just like, this is what he said. Right.
1: Right. When, right. When,
0: when Mike Pence said, I didn't wear a mask at the mail clinic because I want to look people in the eye. They didn't say like, He refused to answer the question and gave a bullshit answer because Mm -hmm. that's he he does not actually respect us enough to give us any kind of honest answer. We could only speculate why he's doing it. These are speculations, but he refuses to answer why he actually didn't wear it because he gave us a joke of an answer. And Mike Pence is not that dense
1: at all. Actually, (laughs) I feel you. Yeah. Anyways, that's off topic. Um. <laughs> so bring us back on topic then <laughs> but i think it's relevant. i mean obviously it's relevant it's relevant to everything that we are watching and consuming in our society right now today so yeah it's kind of on topic yeah so
0: all right and that brings us to like fauci versus trump right so oh
1: boy I, well,
0: <laughs> I, so like i think it's laughable that people are you know coming out on fauci's like defense because Like it's kind of sad, and but then I thought we actually do have to do this because people get confused. But like, all I have to say is that just like about a month ago, or maybe Mm -hmm. two months ago, whenever it Mm -hmm. was, Trump just learned that Clorox kills viruses. Right?
1: (laughs) 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 He thought it was a
0: monumental like discovery. (laughs) So <laughs>
1: That he would be known in Wikipedia and encyclopedias for, for the rest of eternity.
0: <laughs> so all I have to say is Fauci has been a scientist for a long time, mm-hmm. has written, written basically like the Bible for internal medicine yeah. for decades, has always been, has an interest in public health and has dedicated his life to public health, and is not the one who has to make decisions for his political game, right? Or mm-hmm. or words or statements. Like right. he's not making statements for his politics. Um, he's making statements because he cares about the health of the American people. Um, so I'm not really sure why there's any kind of controversy over who's telling the truth or who has an ulterior motive.
1: Well, he, mm, Okay. Yes, it's a joke that it's a thing because what is all of this to do? It's to distract, right? It's to conflate. It's to confuse so that by November 3rd, people are thinking like, oh, maybe number 45 is still a viable option. BS. Um, however, so for me, like, like from my perspective, like sitting in New York and watching the briefings in the beginning, like I think I only watched like three or four days of it because after a while I was just like, this is BS. Uh, what I saw were physicians who weren't explaining things clearly. I saw physicians who were being politically savvy and that disturbed me because rather than, and I don't know if maybe it it requires an exorbitant amount of courage that probably doesn't exist in most humans to be able to shut up a president and say, stop, this is the actual truth. But nobody wants to be in that position. Reporters may try; those who are allowed into the to the press rooms for these briefings may try. But of course, they're just reporters, and they're not MDS. They might not even have an MPH. Um, their understanding of medicine may come from Grey's Anatomy or ER, depending on how old they are. Um, so, whatever courage or fortitude that's required to say, like, actually, that's incorrect, or let me clarify what the president should have said and just say that, that to me did not happen at any point during those briefings. Even the summary briefings that I saw like on on the news um, outlets on the internet, like the videos and whatnot, I, I didn't see that. And that disturbed me. So from that point on, and I was talking to some of our classmates from med school about it, who have actually worked with Dr. Fauci, who were defending him and saying, you know, he's been there for a long time. Clearly, he understands politics. I said, and that's the issue. The fact that he's been there and he understands the politics may actually work in his favor to keep his job. But I don't know if it was the clearest, most definitive way of saying, this is problem number one. Y'all pay attention. And I, and I can't pretend to understand what it's like to stand next to a president and defy him. But in this instance, this pandemic, nobody has been consistently direct, except for probably in the beginning, Governor Cuomo, to his credit, and maybe Gav Newsom in California, I don't know. But just to say, this is a problem, we have to fix it. I didn't feel like I got that from any of our national leaders, including the MDs. And that that hurt me so. I,
0: I agree. And it's it was, if anything, they like you said, they are, they're not really outward challenging, outwardly really challenging Trump like they should. Like mm-hmm. the whole, um, uh, what's the name of that medication that- uh, Hydrochloroquine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when they asked Fauci about it, and he was just like, uh, there's no evidence for it. Um, we would have, or he said, we'll have to wait and see what the research shows. Right.
1: Like he could have just said
0: like, it's a joke, it's probably not gonna happen.
1: Right. Like,
0: but, like, yeah, just he just... say. but the other thing is, is that as a scientist, there's another problem with scientists debating, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Scientists say things like, I can't prove that it doesn't work, right?
1: Right, right. So, since
0: there's no studies, he said like, well, I can't prove it doesn't work. I think it's, un... you should, you could have said well, something more like, hey, like, I think it's unlikely, but we'll have to wait for the studies, right? Because mm-hmm. in right. theory, he didn't actually know for sure. Mm-hmm. but. Yeah, to say that he's making up things just to mess with Trump is the opposite. If anything, like you're saying, he's kind of cowing to him. So yeah, not which be, right?
1: Oof, but, I don't. But,
0: but also, it's kind of funny because like we're the only country that still hasn't has a real issue with it, right? Yes, like,
1: yes. Because our,
0: in our politics, our politicians debate science as opposed to accepting science <laughs> not even like <laughs> controversial like it'd be d- different if it was a controversial actual controversial scientific topics right right so those you can debate politically mm-hmm. but ones that are just really accepted like climate change mm-hmm. definitely happened yes um, our our politicians debate it the coronavirus the science behind like wearing a mask social distancing like the science is there all the other countries who are just basically just following the science are doing great New Zealand has it down to zero. Um, like all of Europe has it actually under control outside of Sweden, which did some nice but, um, like it's...
1: St. Martin of- has one case. I know it's an yeah. island in the Caribbean, but it literally has one case. Everybody knows that that one case, that person is sitting in their home recovering. Everybody else is chill. What? Come on. But the United States of <clears throat> America just can't get it together. Like there is no national strategy. Like we couldn't, nobody could say all 50 governors, get them on a phone call. Not like the one that number 45 had, but get them on the phone and say, this is what we're going to do. I don't care if you don't like it. And if you don't like it that much, I'm going to tie funding to it. How about that? But But, you get every one of your residents in a mask and social distance and you lock down that ish until, for at least eight weeks and then we'll be fine. Did they do that? No.
0: The the other thing that's important though is that Most of these other countries Mm. actually have, you know, these horrible socialist um, policies too. So (laughs) when you stop the actual people going to work, everyone still gets paid, right? Yeah. And New Zealand canceled all rent and mortgage. Look at that. For months, right? Right. So you're not going to have the problems that we're about to have with evictions. Yep. Yep. also, with actual like actual people losing their homes, mm-hmm. the housing market's gonna crash. All these other things, because basically, like the trillionaires, well, what would happen if we if everyone stopped paying mortgage, everyone stopped paying interest on everything, and stopped paying rent for a few months? Yeah. The trillionaires would have a little less money, yes, for a couple months, but yes, then go back a couple. to being right. But in America it was like, no. Forget that, because if people realize we don't need the trillionaires, they might actually take it all. So we'll just make them extremely poor, because that's a better way of going about it, and it's going to make the economy worse in a couple months than it would be. So the trillionaires are actually still going to have less money than if they just gave up their interest for a couple months.
1: Thank you for a couple months. For a couple, I'm looking.
0: Mm, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I'm, I've been jibber jabbering. But one more thing. So the, the Republican business strategy is always mm-hmm. short term economic goals in the next month versus the long-term five-year, 10-year goals. It's not a choice between health and the economy. When you actually control the pandemic, people go out and spend money. People go to restaurants. People go to bars. um, And the economy does better in a year or two years the more people that are alive to buy things and produce things. Mm -hmm. So it's not a choice between the two. It's if you you get the pandemic under control, the business does better in a year or two.
1: I just – I don't understand why nobody has a long-term strategy, unless the and unless the Republican Party their long-term strategy was only to get their judges in place, so that regardless of what the fallout is of a pandemic, of like ending racism or whatnot, at least they've got their people who can uphold their their um, I don't I, backwards views. I'm just gonna call them backwards views. Well, I mean, it's it's like so i i a group of my friends they're all parents or most of them are parents um and they're trying to figure out how to get their kids back to school and and i'm sitting here like <laughs> i'm telling them i was like look anybody who's saying that we're going to open schools in the fall is worse than pollyanna right like cuz exp- there's this sense in america i don't know what it is that you can just keep plowing through disaster after disaster and not think that you're destroying yourself and others at the same time. This whole talk of like opening schools in the midst of a pandemic, like it's, to me, it's short sighted, right? They're going to say like, look, we should try it. And then if it works, then see. And I'm like, no, we haven't even gotten out of the pandemic. We haven't even gotten out of the first wave, let alone a second wave. Like, and you guys are talking about opening public schools. These kids are then going to come, come back to their parents or grandparents or caregivers, whoever they are. And it can spread. Even if the kids are asymptomatic and never have a problem, they're spreading it to you. And you're going to work or you're going outside, you're going to part. Y'all just don't understand. Like, sit at home for eight weeks and we would have been done with this. Couldn't even do that. <laughs> couldn't even, we couldn't sit at home for eight weeks we couldn't have a summer vacation in the middle of winter and spring. But Italy, this is what I was going to say, but my friends in Italy are like, okay, yeah, we had 12 weeks of hell. We've been opening steadily. Now they're going outside. There're still some hot spots in the north, but those are contained. As you move further south, there's zero cases. People are slowly getting into the new sort of normal and okay. And I'm thinking to myself, ha, 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 ha. we will not get there, not with this guy in play. We will not get there until my prediction at the beginning of this whole like lockdown was that it would be March of 2021 before we even begin to see the 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 real light. Well, right now I'm on I'm on par with that. So <laughs> trends wow. are on par with that. <laughs> That's how I see it. But you know, who knows? I mean, look at be- California; they were closing things. I mean, and that's I where you are.
0: are. Hey, I thought they, I don't, so, so before this, Gavin Newsom actually was following like the protocol, but then I don't understand why they started opening things because the cases right. never really went down. And so I thought, I'm like, Oh, I guess he doesn't care anymore. And then all of a sudden he's smoking <laughs> again. And I'm like, well, I don't understand how this was a surprise. Like you right. started opening up indoor dining and indoor bars. Like, yeah. Yeah. That, that's a guarantee. Like that's the highest risk thing you
1: can do. Um, Maybe That's he saw funny. New York and he was like, maybe we can be like New York. And I'm like, New York, New York, actually, because New York is probably the most cosmopolitan, the most cosmopolitan city or international city in the US, I'm not sure of the statistics, like everybody should have acted like New York. Like in, in that sense. I'm not saying that New York got it perfect. New York City, <laughs> for that matter, it was it was insane. It's still a little insane. But you know, like I'm just saying, like, if you wanted a standard say, okay, who in America is worse off right now? Let's be let's be as diligent as they are, and when they start backing down, maybe then we can start backing down. But look at the middle of the country now. Middle of the country is <laughs> fires everywhere. Little fires everywhere. Thank you, Celeste well,
0: The funny thing is, is that the people who are fighting the most for reopening mm-hmm. are the people who are refusing to do the things to make it safe, right? Yeah. Like refusing yeah. to wear masks, refusing to yeah. social distance. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's it's simple. Like like, don't have a coronavirus party in at the University of Alabama. Like you know what I mean? Like <laughs> like, what is that? What is
1: that? Oh my gosh! It's oh, it's no. just oh my gosh. It was your people, so it's not my people. You know, people. uh, there there was something else. So like you know, the, obviously the team in Washington and all that stuff that they're doing with um changing their name finally, but like in in the rest of the world of sports, it occurred to me a day ago that the summer Olympics was supposed to start this month. <laughs> oh, Oh, well. right. Like, Oh, well, <laughs> <I'm> like <laughs> I, I was just like, I was like, Oh wow. We were supposed to be, wasn't it supposed to be in Japan? I feel Japan, like it was yeah. supposed to be in Japan. Yeah. And, yeah. um, <laughs> but, but I bring all up, all of that up to say, like in, in my daily life, like I like to watch ESPN sports center or first take, mm-hmm. Or even get up with um Greenie. Anyway, um, it's always it's interesting how now they're starting to talk about like, oh, when the season's gonna start for X, Y, and Z sports. Now they're playing like MLS soccer without the fans. I get to watch the Italia A serie with um Serie with the the Italian football, whatever right. you call it. And, but I but I find it <laughs> I find so it's it Italian curious. Soccer.
0: It's soccer. We're in America, we speak American.
1: We speak where we speak American. So that's soccer. So that's not even, that's not even like quote unquote, like quintessential American, like, but they're talking about football and like starting football, NBA in the bubble in freaking Florida, where Florida hasn't gotten their act together since day one, since jump, but they want to be in Orlando. Somebody said like what Disney world is opening up. I saw a commercial for six flags, magic mountain. And I was like, wait, it wasn't six flags, magic mountain, because that's California. It was just six flags. And they were like, this was their discount. They were like, buy one ticket, get in for the rest of the year. And I said, oh, it's that bad that you, wow. Wow. I on that you buy one ticket. <laughs> <laughs> they showed people cleaning with like alcohol and like whatnot, wearing masks and all of this other stuff. And I was like, what am I coming back to a park for? But anyway, so there's there's all of this talk about let's get back, let's get back, and nobody has said let's sit down.
0: <laughs> so right? we get like, back in two months, right?
1: Right. <laughs> I'm like, Yo MFers, please stop. Like this is this is now a joke. We are literally the joke of the world right now because we have all the resources to be an example and we refuse to get use what we have. Mm-mm. No, that's well, a be- that's a hot mess. Well, because Yeah,
0: because Tupé Fiasco has lived his whole life BSing, and (laughs) he's just basically BSing his way through this, and there's no clear path. There's confusing um, messaging all the time. He's contradicting (gasps) scientists, and not even just saying like, hey, I understand the science, but we can't do that for whatever reason. He's just like, nah, science is fake. All they need to do is just, you know, wash out the lungs with some Clorox, because you know, this virus, see, it does a number on the lungs, you see, so... Maybe we can just, like, you know, wash it out
1: or, you know. Oh, God. <laughs> I do really want to listen or read the book um, by his niece. Actually, just listen to it. I don't think I have the energy to read it, but, like, listen to it on Audible or something. Because um, it, yeah. apparently it's a tell-all. I mean, it tells us what we already know, but probably with more details. But did you did you see the joke? There's
0: a meme that says that the audiobooks can be um, voiced over by Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> Which I hope actually happens. I hope he does it. Right. Oh my God. (laughs) I hope he does it just for free. Just be like, hey, (laughs) we're going to put out a free version. I'm going to buy it for everyone who subscribes to it. I'm going to go ahead and just pay for it. Right. And it's going to be me because I miss y'all. It's going to be me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine? Or maybe they get Sarah Cooper to do some video adverts of like clips. Oh my God. She is hilarious. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. What a... Oh, hmm.
0: Oh, and then other news, I have to change the beans I buy now because... Why?
1: Oh, Goya? Yeah.
0: Because Trump
1: supports that. Apparently, that's like the state brand bean. (laughs) The funniest thing is that...
0: This is another thing that people think that, like, rich people make good decisions, right? (laughs) So, if Rich people are humans, too. Yeah. If you're the CEO of a company right? Mm-hmm. And the majority of the people that buy your beans, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Don't
0: like a certain politician. Mm-hmm. Like, Don't go out of your way to praise him for no apparent reason, right? And he just <laughs> voluntarily just like, hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go talk about how much I love Trump, right? Instead of just saying like, you know what I'm going to do? I love Trump and I'm going to shut up because I like my paycheck and I like my company doing well. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like. It's- it's not rocket science right you're just like oh oh, look at you getting a little early morning booty calls sorry (laughs) but no but seriously like it wasn't like he was cornered into asking like he just went out you know what this is what i'm gonna do today i'm gonna go out and piss off like good 80 percent of the people who buy my product
1: right yeah it's in every store here in the heights Every, I mean, it's in every store. It's in every store. But I was just thinking to myself, so if they get wind of what's happening, will they take them off the shelves? Because then, what am I going to buy? Like,
0: right. I mean, obviously, there are other brands. Kind of right. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go, I'm I'm going to have to figure out which other black beans are yeah, good. Because, exactly. Right. I'm going to have to add a little more garlic and salt to them, probably. But right, right. It's going to be all right. <laughs> it's going to be all right. Exactly. And then, like, there's the funniest thing, like, Trump doesn't care at all. Like Ivanka uh, just went on uh, Twitter advertising for them after the fact.
1: Thank you. Like if thank that's you. not the biggest
0: bribe ever I've ever seen. Like you just said like because someone supported you, you just gave them a free advertisement.
1: Yep. 100%. One I mean, I remember being when I was applying to be a White House fellow many, many, many years ago. <laughs> the amount of background checking that they did and questions on all of your affiliations, whether you've done anything ethical or unethical, I mean, they went berserk because you're supposed to get the highest levels of, of clearance once you, you know, successfully pass and whatnot. Like, I just remember how nerve wracking it was just to make sure that everything I'd ever affiliated myself with was okay and did not present, present a conflict of interest with anything that I plan to do in the federal government. Like, how is it that, I I don't know, maybe it's because I'm not Ivanka Trump, I get it. And I'm glad I'm not, I'm glad that I'm me. But the fact that these people can run around breaking all these ethical standards and you've got hundreds of thousands of individuals who have had to go through this rigorous sort of background checking to make sure there's nothing In conflict with them, have lost great payouts and opportunities because, sorry, that's in conflict with the job you're doing, so either accept the job or, you know, do that, here they are getting to just fly high, like, with a sort of nepotism that I have never seen, like, ever, outside of a monarchy.
0: You know what I'm saying?
1: Like, just, ugh.
0: Well, this thing, Trump has never had to pay any consequences for his bad actions, right? So he got sent to reform school when he was in high school, but then he just ended up partying there. Right. Um, He, nothing that he, he went bankrupt several times because he made bad business decisions, but his, the bankruptcy laws are written for wealthy people to be able to just get out of paying their debts. So he Mm -hmm. just doesn't bother to pay his debts. So he's never had to actually pay any consequences. So he thinks he can do whatever he wants and he just gets away with it. So that's how his family feels. Like they don't even care about, the any kind of ethical laws, none. They're it's like whatever, whatevs. No. You you brought, yeah, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours.
1: Right. Ugh. it's just oh, it's just a whole bunch of BS that's just happening in this world.
0: People still think Pizzagate's a thing, right?
1: What is Pizzagate?
0: Um, <laughs> remember that Hillary Clinton was trafficking kids. Oh my parties. God.
1: No, yeah, no, no, we're not. No, we can't. No, 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 no so, no.
0: so people think that Trump is helping destroy that deep state thing. Right. <laughs> but him and Epstein were like BFFs. Yeah. And they went mm-hmm. to the same parties. He's, he's Trump has been, you know, associated with all of the whole
1: child like human trafficking
0: but people are still like no 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 no. Trump is gonna stop all the child trafficking and the sex trafficking right even though like he's uh he says like I randomly just grope people and kiss them without their permission and they right. let me do it and then people are like yo he randomly threw me up against a wall and like groped me and kissed me mm-hmm. and then people are like oh no he didn't
1: that's wait that is insane <laughs> because these folks will believe I mean literally believe i mean somebody didn't somebody go up in there and i don't know if they shot the place up or whatnot but like right over that but then i don't know if they're of the same mindset they went and elected this man for president (laughs) the facts were there the conspiracy theory had no facts behind it there were none it was a nice little probably a nice little reddit um thread or something that that brought it to the brought it to light but here you have actual evidence and not even evidence from the people who had to deal with number 45. Number 45 said it with his own mouth. Yeah. He has admitted all of his wrongs live on television or on radio for years. Yeah. And including during his presidency. Yep. And these MFers still believe that he's, mm-mm, nah, nah, son. Mm-mm, mm-mm. This, this country needs a spiritual cleansing. That's what it needs end of story. Somebody needs to wash it out with some Clorox, get some Florida water, some sage something. (laughs) Something. Because this is unreal.
0: It needs an entanglement with God. That's what it needs.
1: (laughs) It needs no entanglements. Oh my God. But please can we talk about the entanglement though?
0: (laughs) So all I gotta say is that it's... So what people... like, I'm more actually kind of upset about things that people aren't. Like Whatever, uh-huh. Will and Jada obviously were either separated or having an open marriage. So who cares that she was having an right. affair with someone else? Most likely he was dating other people too. Like,
1: mm-hmm. I didn't actually. I know you think that. Him. I don't think that. I do not think that at all. Will Smith, I do not think that you were actually dating anybody during your separation, actually. Do you, do you remember the song Welcome to Miami? Like,
0: all of his songs have talked about him being a womanizer. But, anyways. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. So I
1: don't Because really that's really think think apparently that what sells. sells. That's what well, sells.
0: I mean, it could just be that he sold it, but it could be that whatever and whatever anyways (laughs) but the thing that's actually most disturbing so i i didn't actually watch the the table talk i just watched that matchup of the joke about an entanglement with august that they put to the okay right
1: (laughs) we could put a link to both in the podcast info yeah
0: so whatever she's having an affair not an affair whatever the real issue was is she met august through her son through (laughs) Jaden. like yeah so, oh,
1: like, oh, whatever, like, oh, age That's difference, right. That's whatever,
0: right. age difference, whatever. Like, if everyone's gonna say, Yeah, an adult, no, no, no. it doesn't really matter. But, like, right, 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 exactly. Anyone that, well, also, I had my kid when I was like 40 and said in my 20s, but, like, <laughs> just as a general rule as a parent, like, mm-hmm. don't date any of your kid's friends. Like,
1: <laughs> is that what you got out of this? <laughs> no, but seriously, though,
0: like, and also, it's also Jada Pinkett Smith, right? like Mm -hmm. it's not like she doesn't have options like well all of us have Mm -hmm. options
1: but yes all of us do yes you could
0: have other options besides people that you met through your kids
1: right (laughs) because then i never want
0: my kids thinking like i can't introduce my friend to my parents (laughs) because i don't want them to date you know what i mean and especially in this case because most likely a lot of Jaden's friends would probably want to date Jada, right? Like,
1: right, 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 right. So, well, maybe that, you know what? I can't even speculate because I love them so much. <laughs> I'm clearly biased. I'm
0: just saying like, that's the, why aren't we talking about that part? Like, that's the part we need to talk about. And then also like, she was helping him with his health. Like, come on now.
1: Yes! Are you yes. taking a no. someone while they're sick? Like, no. Oh. <laughs> Well, isn't that what happens? We're all a little vulnerable and that's how we get into these relationships, situations. Oh, I'm sorry. Entanglements. Yes.
0: These- <laughs> but, you know, that's why you're not as a physician, you're not allowed to like date your your patients yes. ever. Right. Yes. Like yes. Just as a, like we're talking about ethical standards. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a funky power dynamic. But that's bridge you like, not cross. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think Will was faking the hurt that I've seen in the memes, not in the actual talk. I don't try to bother watching the talk. You talks. gotta watch the actual to, talk. I don't have 12 minutes for the talk. 12
1: like. minutes, man. But it's it's so eye-opening because you see how two different people in one relationship see one situation so differently. Like, I mean, obviously they've worked through it, but it's such a painful, like... It's it's embarrassing. It's It's oh. embarrassing, to say the least. But, like... My problem actually was with with August, and I saw his interview too, or at least whatever clips they had on online of it, and I was just like, "Did they ask you to say that?" like and the way he was saying it was probably taken out of context. He said, "You know, um, w- um I got will's blessing. That may sound like he went up to Will and said, "Hey, can I be with your wife?" And will said, "Yes, but that's not the only way that it could be interpreted. It could be like Jada told him that. Jada told August that it could be that August inferred that that was the case and just felt it so deep within inside of him, inside of himself that he was like, okay, yeah, I must have his blessing because clearly I'm with his woman and I guess he knows, but he would have also known that they were separated or on the verge of divorce. Like that, that's, I, I felt like that was something between the three of them and it didn't have to come out into the world, but it did. And maybe we will all learn something from it. Like I said, I may be a little bit biased, but I appreciate the honesty yeah. that had yeah, August, to,
0: you know. August you know. broke a lot of side piece rules. Like as a side piece, yeah. you're supposed to just hush and just be happy that right. you're dating Jada Pinkett Smith and just shut up about it, right? And then when she you get to the curb, just realize like that was always going to be the end. And right. now you can date someone where you can be the main one. Or just enjoy being the side piece and not having to worry about, you know, all of the emotional upkeep of whoever you're dating. Like, you're just like, no, I'm just here for fun. Like, you have a spouse that's there for the the drama. So Mm -hmm. we're just going to go out here and have fun. And when you need to talk about your existential crisis, call up Will. (laughs) (laughs) And in turn, for not having to deal with all that emotional drama, I just shut up.
1: I, you know, I, I, it's, yeah, I guess it is an entanglement. It's complicated. It's complicated. Cause I don't know what, what August's home life was like. I don't know what traumas he's dealt with. All of us have dealt with some level of trauma in our lives. I just, I just wish that it had happened differently. Like you were saying, the side piece rules. I know we talk about this with women and, and I don't like the shame that we bring to it, but I'm like, right. if you're going to be in that space, ah, here's a clear example so, um, Yvonne Orji's character is Molly in Insecure, right? Mm-hmm. Remember how, I don't know if you've ever watched the show, but she was hold, having hold this. What do
0: you mean you don't know if we watched the show? <laughs> we know how many times we talked about Insecure? Oh, that's right. Okay. I thought we were homies. <laughs> I thought we were homies, Chi. I thought we were homies.
1: I thought we were too, but I forgot. It's, you, you know. to tell
0: people I don't watch Insecure I'm gonna lose. I already told them not <laughs> to hit their kids. I don't have no street cred. Come on now.
1: <laughs> My bad. He has watched insecure. I just don't remember when, but you know, (laughs) no, but in all seriousness, remember when Molly was, um, with that dude that she really liked, um, who came back into her life, but he was married. And so, and you know, they were having an open marriage thing and she decided she was still going to be in a relationship with him, but then it became a problem, right? Because she wanted more. And all I'm saying is that when you get yourself into those situations, you have to be clear about what you want and what is reality and don't get it twisted because that's when when feelings get hurt. Like, you know, like therapists are always saying, are you in the relationship to change who they are? Cause you can't change anybody. So it's like, see the person as they are, see the situation as it is, and you are going to save yourself a world of hurt if you do so. Uh. I mean, yeah, I think I think that um, that particular thing with Molly um, kind of brings
0: up a recurring theme of people who, for whatever reason, don't feel their value mm-hmm. and are only comfortable in situations where they're not valued, right? Because yeah. with Molly, like once the guys are really, really interested, like there was the um, who was the brother man from Three of um, This Is Us.
1: Oh, um, Sterling, Sterling's character, yeah, yeah. yeah. yes
0: when he came on there, like, he was, you know, he was professional, he's in shape, Mm -hmm. he's good looking, and he was into her, and that was a problem. Because, for the reason, and also, it's kind of funny, like, the one thing I did learn about Will and Jada was that Mm -hmm. Will has an inferiority complex to Tupac, right? So, like, (laughs) he's still jealous. Does he? Yeah, he is still Uh, jealous of Tupac, because, you know, Tupac uh, dated Jada when they were in high school, whatever, and they were going to be lifelong friends. You know, Tupac's been dead for, like, 30
1: years, 20 years, like, how are you jealous of somebody who's dead um i mean well but, but he's got a she he's got a big presence in her i mean come on that's like that's
0: i know but i don't like, know. i feel like that's cannot,
1: love that's some know, transcendental but, love <laughs> right but that's
0: that's the thing that's like funny though like i understand while he's still alive that you're kind of jealous mm-hmm, that ah, you know the person mm-hmm. that is your partner has this other connection that they're really mm-hmm. that's a big part of their life Right. Yo, Brother Matt's not with us anymore. You know what I mean? Unless you bring the believe the Pizzagate conspiracy theorist that Tupac's alive. But <laughs> how are you jealous of someone that's in a grave?
1: Like I just wanna know where you're getting your facts from because I love Will and I don't think he's jealous of Tupac. That's all I'm saying.
0: <laughs> oh yo, like anyways, I didn't know this before, but yeah, I'll send you mm-hmm. some of the things I read about it. Like, you know, he's actually jealous of Tupac. Remember back in the day, this is one of the reasons that he wasn't my favorite person in the world, but now I understand where it's <laughs> coming from. Mm-hmm. So I feel I judge him less for it, but back in like the nineties, he uh-huh. was talking about how all of the rappers are garbage, mm-hmm. and he's the only one because he's the only one doing like a positive light, and everyone else is just whatever. but this is when he came out that song like you um you saw my blinker bitch. Do you ever hear that song?
1: I don't remember it
0: anyways he was mad because an elderly person in him got an offender bender, so he wrote a song about her angry about it about his blinker,
1: like oh. and then also this is another so was thing that, that a bad thing that he was writing about his life? <laughs> no, that he's he
0: he was feeling so much putrid and hate to this woman just because mm-hmm. they got an offender bender. that's not positive, like it's things happen. like people get in accidents, okay, even yes. if it was her fault, like that's accidents happen, just like calm down, yeah. you're all right, like yeah. you're making it, like it's. It's not it's not like other people who do it and can't pay rent anymore or lose their car. Like you're fine. Shut up. Right. <laughs> but um oh, you made me lose my train of thought. Oh yeah, so anyways, so another thing that's people are gonna be mad at me about I like the fresh of- me.
1: Whatever. The fresh Prince of Bel Air because you ate the apple. That's why. Sorry. Ah, wow. Wow. Cause I literally just finished eating an apple. I am never eating an apple again. My name is Chisera. It is not Eve. Dagnab. And stop blaming Eve. Stop blaming Eve for all the problems right. in the world. There were three men in that garden. There was a serpent, there was a god, and there was a man. The three of them couldn't figure out shit. I'm sorry. Like, that's not my fault. I had to start talking
0: about South Carolina's uh, mascot. On anyways, okay. So <laughs> back to the story. The Fresh Prince of Bel Air was fucking garbage, right? So what? if you want to talk no, about wrong, the hey, Fresh
1: Prince of Bel Air was was good. It was it was entertaining. That that's all I can say. Okay. It was
0: entertaining. But if you want to talk about upholding white supremacy mm. and and racial stereotypes, if that's the that's the basis of the show. That the black person will. Was, Mm -hmm. you know, a goofball, didn't do well in school, was a womanizer, had no real goals in life, came from the hood. And then Carlton, who was a nice person, who went to school, did well in school, was polite, is Mm -hmm. not is like an Oreo and not black. Like, do you understand how damaging that message is to 12 year old black boys? Who are deciding in middle school, like, am I going to study or am I going to be the class clown? Hmm. Right?
1: Black boys.
0: And also like, I'm not judging, I'm not judging Will or any of the other cast for working because in Hollywood, like you have to take the job that you Especially give. You have to then. eat. Especially yeah. Right? Yeah. But to at the same time, talk about how you're this pinnacle of um, a role model for black people, but you're being the coon tomfoolery minstrel Uh, on your show like come on brah but anyways now i just realized that that was actually just a jab at tupac because he was jealous because his his lady (sighs) like tupac more than him
1: everything is going back to this tupac but but i I will say this um oh i just didn't think so i'm a black woman right so and i didn't grow up a black boy i grew up a black girl and i'm looking at all of this and i know what's foolishness and not like i know what family i came from but I never I never thought about it as a black boy watching this and what's the message that it's that it's yeah. giving them it's, like it's a yeah. it's a minstrel
0: show it's a minstrel show like it's mm. yeah yeah
1: now I gotta talk to my brothers
0: the thing is though the reason that that show wasn't controversial is that that is the actual thought of black people in the United States.
1: You think it's um, also the thought of white people too?
0: no, I'm saying that's the that's what people think of black people. I'm not saying that that's uh, yeah. ours only right. I'm saying that that is the common racial stereotype of mm-hmm. black men like the right. only thing that he didn't do he wasn't necessarily overtly violent like every once in a while they right. got you know, like a little scuffle or whatever but like right um yeah, everything else, and that's the other thing, like even like in his later um music like. After he was married and had mm-hmm. kids, two kids, because he had the first baby mom. I don't remember who's he was married to. Trey, enough, anyway. Trey is yeah. the oldest. So, yeah. so like he did a song, what is it called? Welcome to Miami, where he basically mm-hmm. just talked about all the women that he sleeps with. Right. So mm-hmm. to be a married man and talk about still talking about how all the women love you and you have all these women, like you're still kind of a minstrel show. And whatever it sells, and it's.
1: But today, like you go into his Instagram feed, and his TikTok, or his Snapchat, or whatever, whichever one it is, like there's a lot of wisdom and growth that has happened. I will I, say. I'm
0: not. I'm not going to say I don't know. I don't watch his Instagram, but oh. I'm just saying that at that point to say that in the same thing. And also, like I said, I yeah. have less animosity now that I realize that I'm he just so had an inferiority complex to Tupac, <laughs> so he was just working through it, and he's almost through <laughs> it, but not quite. But hopefully. Oh no, but it's kind of, well, it's weird. It's a personal thing, but, like, my uncle, his, mm-hmm. um, my aunt, his wife passed away. Mm-hmm. He, he got remarried later on. And, like, that woman was still jealous of his first wife. And I'm just like,
1: how are you going to wow. be jealous of
0: someone that was dead before you ever
1: met your partner? Like, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, but it's real because the person who's left, the person who's still alive... Even no matter how much they say they love the person who they're with currently, like there's a piece of them that's with that person and you can feel it. I think you can feel if you're a secure person, you might feel it less. You understand it's there, but you don't let it get to you. But the less secure you are, I think the more insecure you're going to be about like a dead person, like honestly, because you're competing with somebody who had their heart first. You didn't get it there. You didn't get to the heart first.
0: There's this polyamory theory of like, I forgot what the name of it is, but there's this, Mm -hmm. there's a name for it. But it's basically a, you get a special feeling or a good feeling knowing that your partner is enjoying themselves, right?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So that's what, say, like, when you know your spouse or partner is with someone else, you're just happy that they're happy. And that makes you happy, right? Yeah. So I don't see why you can't think of like, I'm glad that she was happy 30 years ago or 10 years ago, instead Mm -hmm. of miserable,
1: right? (laughs) Right, right, right. No, 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 you're right. Um, one other thing, like before we, before we end, um, so this defunding the police, I, I just, I wanted to mention that because it was interesting. I was watching this race in sports in America on, um, NBC sports network. Um, it was hosted by, um, hosted by um, Damon Hack, who's one of the uh, broadcasters for the Golf Network. And in it, one of the guys was talking about, one of the people who was talking about, you know, sort of what is an athlete's role in all of this, um, had mentioned how unfortunate the phrase defund the police is, because when people hear defund, they say, they immediately think like, we should not have any police. And all of a sudden they get scared. And Honestly, I have to ask myself, what are they scared of, or who are they scared of? What does that person look like? <laughs> you know, and whatnot because all of that plays into whatever the sphere of defund the police is, but I thought it was it just made me think it might be important just to say again that defund literally just means to have less money for and i don't I don't care about the unfortunateness of the word defund like from a marketing perspective, sadly, like people will think like that's not the best term, but I think it hits at the heart of what is most important now with, with police brutality and what we're seeing. It is that we do not have enough money going to the places that it could actually help us. We keep, we, it's almost like spending a whole lot of money buying a whole lot of um, uh, merchandise like bandages and alcohol but not actually address like putting stitches in the wound or like actually healing the wound. You just want to keep covering it up with stuff, but you don't want to actually deal with the thing that could actually, you know, make the wound heal appropriately. So all the money that's going into police departments all over the country, a lot of that money could be used in education. A lot of it could be used in healthcare and social services and a whole lot of other stuff. Maybe we have more green spaces. Maybe we let the police officers have less responsibility on things that they don't know anything about and let them focus on real crimes. You know, like whether it's, you know, sexual assault or armed robbery or something like that, like, let it be that. But when we defund the police, all we're saying is, all anybody is really saying is use your money better. Use it more wisely. Because if you want to know what a person's priorities are, you check their budget. You look at how they spend money. And the way that we spend money in America, it's like military and militarized existence is tantamount to anything and everything. Education be damned, Healthcare be damned, social services be damned, housing be damned. We're going to make sure that we're protected from whatever invisible or visible enemy we think exists, even if they are Black people. Anyway, yeah. that's all I wanted to say on that.
0: I feel you. I mean it's it's shifting it's reshifting our funds as opposed to defunding, right? Like Yeah. Yeah, City,
1: reprioritizing. Yeah. Right.
0: And it's in a similar thing. Like Salt Lake City realized that it's actually cheaper to build houses for mm. the homeless yep. than to arrest them for being homeless.
1: <laughs> and also, Can you imagine but, as if homelessness <laughs> is a crime? Huh. But, right. Who but also, created that crime? Right. And like
0: for mentally ill people, like give them Assault, send out a social worker when, or a, some kind of a licensed therapist when there's a person who's mentally ill on the street, as opposed to yeah. a police officer who's been trained to just beat people up and be violent and arrest people. Um, but also, like, I want to talk about the Dutch with that because the Dutch are just really pragmatic about all this, right? So they looked at it and they're like, "All right, so heroin is illegal. It's making, it's funding a lot of illegal gangs, and." Mm-hmm a lot of addicts are breaking into car windows to steal something so they can get $10, right? Mm-hmm. So what we're going to do is we're going to calculate how much it would cost to actually, one, we're going to make all the drugs legal so the gangs go away, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And because you're defunding the gangs by-
1: Right, right, technically, por- yes.
0: Right, that's what you're doing. Like the gangs don't have a way to make money outside mm-hmm. of narcotic distribution. Um, mm-hmm. So that's one. And then also they just put clinics out and they only not only do methadone, they give people heroin, right, because they realize oh, that it's cheaper to yeah. actually one like you don't end up with the the infectious diseases of HIV right. and hepatitis, yeah. you're using clean needles, and then also yep. every time that they go into a clinic to get it, there's all kinds of ways there's all kinds of options to actually go into therapy and not get it, not stay in the heroin so mm-hmm. one. You are having less heroin addicts by giving it away because they actually have to go into social services where they realize that people care about them. And then also, it's cheaper to run those than to pay for all the broken windows, all the lost Mm. time, Mm. all the incarceration. All of Mm. that costs more than just giving away the heroin. So.
1: In a why safe environment.
0: Just, right. So, why don't we just do that? And people are like, oh no, here, like, oh no, you can't give drug users free drugs. That's crazy talk. Um, and it's like, well, it's cheaper than what we're doing. So, why don't we spend? If you're talking about decreasing government spending, decrease mm-hmm. it. And it ends up with better outcomes like less people, right. on, there's less crime, there's less drug addicts, and you save money. There's less deaths, there's less overdoses, there's less infectious disease. I'm like, It's a win-win.
1: It's totally a win-win. And this is where, this is my biggest criticism or one of my big criticisms with the way our society is run. It's like, we don't want to solve the problem. We'd rather create more problems and then pretend to create real solutions to address them that aren't real solutions. That's it. I feel like we just like to, oh my God, there's this really big problem in the world and we really need to fix it. And so you throw stuff at it but you don't really fix the problem. Uh, you, you come up with these solutions. Oh my God, this is the greatest innovation since like, I don't know when, you know, that kind of stuff. Right. But it doesn't really get at it. It doesn't really address the issue because to, address, to really address a problem requires looking in internally and America, both its citizenry, like all of us, and its institutions have yet to look inside of itself. Like I said before, spiritual revolution, we need a cleansing of some sort Get your Clorox and your Florida water. I'm going to say it again. (laughs) Because because for whatever reason, we just don't want to look inside and say, oh, crap, maybe I'm the problem, you know, or or our institutions are the problem and like dig deep and get those solutions, get the real solutions to these problems going. Right. Because God forbid we have an actual, not even a utopia, but a place where things work and people actually feel happy actually feel like they can achieve some of their dreams or all of their dreams with whatever number or percentage. Um, what have you, like, just feel less stress about living. The purpose of life is to live, right? You give birth to a child, you want the child to live. You don't want them to suffer. Like, I don't know where we start learning this message that suffering is life. Suffering is not life. Come on America, do better anyway. All right, so um, I really appreciate this conversation. I always appreciate our conversations.
0: um, So we're going to talk about uh, how hotepism is ruining uh, Nick Cannon and Deshaun Jackson next time.
1: Ooh, that's going to be a good one. Yes, let's do that. Let's do that (laughs) next week. Okay, so you're going to
0: take us out? Oh, yeah, all right. So, um, yeah, once again, this is the She and Khalil show. Um, We out here holding it down one time for the West Side because that's what we do. One. Now she's gonna giggle and say goodbye eventually after she finishes giggling.
1: Oh god, it's just it's hilarious. But you know, y'all y'all uh y'all do well for yourselves. Peace. <laughs>